Hi friends, this is the Dude of New Windsor. On today's special episode, I interview two good friends, Gilbert and Jared. For all intent and purposes of this episode, it is to get a inside perspective from someone who does deal with some of the challenges that one would face dealing with either Asperger's, learning disabilities, or other autistic behaviors of the spectrum. I hope this serves as a learning experience as we are never done learning in today's life. So, please enjoy. Hey, beautiful people. This is the Dude of New Windsor. It is time for another installment of Chewing the Cud. You know, I heard a really interesting saying. You only live once, right? That popular YOLO saying. Then you know what? If you think about it, it's all wrong. We all die once. We live every day. So we need to put our differences aside and start living life. What do you say? Let's chew the cud, cud, cud. All right, welcome to the show. This is the Dude of New Windsor. On today's podcast, I have a, a couple of special guests with me today. Um, I have Jared. Jared is Jared. How old are you? Gonna be thirty this July. Thirty in this July. All right, and then I also have Gilbert. Gilbert is a good friend of Jared. Gilbert, you are. I'm thirty-eight, and I'll be thirty-nine next week. All right, thirty-nine. Well. Um, they are joining us today uh, to basically give their perspective um, on autism and learning disabilities. Uh, they're just basically sharing their experiences, sharing their stories um, in dealing with uh, what they um, have been diagnosed with. But first, before we get into everything, um, I'm going to have a little fun with these guys. You guys ready to have some fun with me? We are. We are. We are. All sure. right. So what I like to do is I like to ask my guests uh, some questions, uh, questions that I had not uh, prepared you guys for. These questions are just going to be those types of questions that, that are icebreakers to um, lessen the stress and um, so the audience can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. I am. We are. Okay. So uh, first question. What is your favorite holiday? I would probably be say I would probably say Christmas. Christmas. Fourth of July, America's birthday. Okay. And it's closer to your birthday as well, huh? It is. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Next question: What is your favorite day of the week? Saturday. Sunday and Monday. Okay, Sunday and Monday. What? That's kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say odd, but peculiar. Why do you say Sunday and Monday? Because I'm off that day. <laughs> Your day's off. Yeah. Okay. I'm more of a Thursday guy. I like Thursday simply because it's just, it's not the weekend, right? But it's definitely towards the end of the week. And then it's like you're finalizing plans to do things on the weekend. And then you have that Friday to prepare like you prepare for it and, and next thing you know the weekend is here so that's why i like my thursdays next question what is a place that you most want to travel to and may have not even been there yet i would say cooperstown new york uh baseball hall of fame in hawaii oh nice any particular island in uh, hawaii probably honolulu okay and jared Japan. 
Ooh, Japan. I'm kind of a Japan guy myself. Anywhere in particular? I just wanted to see what it's like there. The the city of Tokyo, the history, everything. Okay. I want to absorb everything there. Got it. History, culture, mm-hmm. um, pop culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, two more questions. Are you ready for those? Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. It's a little bit of a challenge. Can you name all seven dwarves? It's been a while now. Uh, let's see. Dopey, Sleepy, Grumpy. Mm-hmm. I don't know the rest. Doc. Doc, okay. Doc. Mm. Already got dope. You already got Dopey. Yeah. Mm. Grumpy. Grumpy. I guess that's basically it. Okay. Let's see. Mm, grumpy, dopey, sneezy, bashful. Mm. Oh gosh. <laughs> Doc. Man, oh man, I can't. I think I'm lost. I can't. I can't <laughs> okay. think of him either. <laughs> okay, last question. A little more of a serious question. Um, would you guys want to live forever? Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jared? Hmm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Because if you do live forever, you... Yeah. The only thing that I would like to live forever in is with uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And... But as a man, I know I would mess up time and again. Okay. So the answer, in a mortal sense, would be no. Sure. And I, I remember uh, asking myself. I like to live forever in a person's mind. Oh, in a person's mind. Yes. You want to get that deep, huh? <laughs> well, to have fond memories and. <coughs> okay. Good, good relations with your family. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I remember at a young age probably six or seven I, i've always thought to myself like yeah i want to live forever i want to live to be at least 100 years old mm. at least 100 years old you know that way you can kind of look at the the world around you and in in a perspective that not a lot of people have and to see what the world looked like you know 90 years from you know the when you were like 10 you know mm. and look at it 100 years 90 years later and man so much has changed (laughs) but i don't know i guess i've kind of like accepted the fact that you know whenever whenever it's time to go um you know we're not guaranteed tomorrow um things happen accidents happen and if we go we go i think i've come to learn to accept it in a sense Uh, there's a little bit of me that hope that that's gonna happen right Mm. Um, i think we all we all don't want that we all want to try to live life to the fullest right Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah so those are a little bit of icebreaker questions to get to know Jared and uh, Gilbert a little bit uh, better. Um, but we're here to talk about um, autism and uh, the uh, the spectrum here. And uh, Jared has actually been diagnosed with Asperger's, Asperger's syndrome. And um, Gilbert has been diagnosed with some learning disabilities. Um, these two individuals uh, found themselves 
later in life and developed a really good friendship. And I think uh, together you guys um, relate. And I think that's what draws you guys together. Would you guys say so? Yes, we do. Yeah. It, it would. That would be the correct way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, Jared, what can you tell me about your experiences? Uh, you're 29 years old. And, uh, you know, as long as you can remember, I presume, um, you've been told that, you know, you've been diagnosed with Asperger's. Like, how did, tell me about what you felt like being so young. What can you remember? Well, I've, I thought it was just a normal day at the psychologist, Mm -hmm. you know, like usual tests to make sure that you're smart and because that's what you thought that psychiatr psychiatrists think that d- that they do all these tests on you to make you sure that you're smart right right that's how i was back then but later my mom and dad told me that i had autism mm-hmm. my blew me my, my mind right so, it wasn't the easiest way to come to grips with. You know, there were several stages of denial, and mm-hmm. and I thought, no, this this can't be me. Mm-hmm. I got angry. I got mm-hmm. I got upset. I got sad. You're right. Now I'm just in the accepting phase, <laughs> mm-hmm. somewhat somewhat upset, accepting. Um. So, when your parents told you, to you, did it seem like, well, what's that? And how does that make me different? Because I'm, did you, you didn't think that you were different. You thought you were you. You have always thought that it was normal to be you. It was. And now with this diagnosis, you're dealing with something else. And so, how did you come to terms with it? At first, I didn't. I felt like I didn't want to live with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Not suicidal. Far mm-hmm. from it. I just wanted to be closed off. like Closed off to? Everyone. Everyone. Like, even your family, your friends that you've, you know, developed up, up until this point? Yes. But... Was it... Was it... Was there a reason why, like, maybe you thought maybe no one understood what you're going through? Yes, and yeah. I, th- I thought that people thought that I would be a monster or something even worse. Mm. But now, like I said, I, I'm coming to grips with it. Mm. I've also developed some interesting hobbies. Mm-hmm. to help with my autism. Okay, what hobbies you have you picked up on? Uh, le- building Lego models, re- reading comic books, mm-hmm. and just voice acting. Okay. Like I, it also, I also saw something on YouTube oh, yeah. called Verite VoiceOver. Mm-hmm. And they have different 
voice actors and actresses that tell how their experience was and how they got to be a voice actor and actress. Mm -hmm. and I thought, okay, I thought these were like highfalutin people who are like really up into Hollywood. Right. But when, when they were talking, it sounded like they were ordinary people. Just like you and I. Mm. Mm -hmm. So picking up these hobbies, uh, how do you think that this has helped you um, dealing with your situations? Well, with autism, you have an excuse to read to a good, to a lot of people. Like, you could be a, an ogre or he, you can be like, he's under the bridge. Or you could be like the happy-go-lucky person mm -hmm. in, in the story. So, so Jared... Um, do you think that learning how to portray these voices, would you say has helped you in a way to communicate to other people that you typically wouldn't think that you had any confidence communicating with before that? Yes. And you think that that's a good thing for someone that uh, has a condition like your, like uh, Asperger's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I encourage people like me to to build on a hobby that they would that they would want to use to help others mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i think in a lot of a lot of ways um people with autism people that have uh, asperger's um you know are not that very different from those that don't um i think after learning um about you know the uh the differences between uh individuals i we i think everyone definitely is uniquely the same and uniquely different mm -hmm. um and i think we definitely share certain insecurities right and um there are, i mean i'm sure there there are people that you know are not autistic or don't have certain conditions but yet still have lack of confidence mm -hmm. you know whether it was brought upon when somebody said something when they were growing up and it really struck a chord with them or they just naturally don't have it. Um, and I think this similarity between everyone in the world uh, is that bridge between, you know, us developing relationships. Um, Gilbert, you've you've been a, a friend of Jared's for some time now, right? Yes. About how long? Since 2009. 2009. And... I can imagine that types of like struggles that um, Jared has experienced, you may have experienced uh, similar things in your life. Do you have uh, anything that uh, that you can relate? Well, um, I I've been diagnosed with learning disabilities since age three. I've been in the special ed system all my life. Mm -hmm. However, I was not very. Um, however, I was very discouraged. I wasn't very discouraged. I was, put in special ed since since age three they um i was tested um way i was tested earlier but uh, but i had some health conditions that caused me to have learning disabilities mm -hmm. since then um i've been in this 
since those since my childhood, I was in special ed from age three <coughs> till I graduated out of high school. So I know exactly how it feels to you know struggle in school and struggle in life and having parents um, that, uh, <coughs> that expected you to you know do better, but it was just you know kind of a struggle to just you know learn things differently, just like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Yes. When uh, maybe both of you guys can answer this, I'm sure you guys have. If you have ever struggled with uh, schoolwork or struggled with you know work, let's say chores at home, like um, you guys realize that everyone deals with the same type of struggles. Has that kind of helped you guys like realize, hey, you know, I have the same type of struggles like everyone else is? And- I do. I mean, in my line of work, it's um, I'm actually a job coach. Um, so I struggle, I, I, it's hard for me to, you know, really, you know, tell these guys, you know, tell these guys that, you know, I see them struggling and sometimes I have trouble struggling, understanding a certain concept. Mm -hmm. And so, but I can relate to them, but, you know, relate to their, you know, relate where they, where they're coming from. Right. Yeah. Have you guys experienced a struggle and have you guys found a struggle trying to find work because of the conditions that you guys been uh, diagnosed with I would probably say when I was about um, my when I was 21 years old and I had trouble finding a job and I went to the state agency organized state agency that works with people with disabilities mm-hmm. And um, trying to find a job where I can, you know, make money mm-hmm. and go to college at the same time, but it was very hard because I had trouble understanding instructions and how to put things together, and um, more or less I still have tr- I have trouble with passing, um, passing the math, you know, the math test, uh, you know, uh, the equivalency. I mean, the test that. The entry test in order to get a job. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jared, have you experienced any uh, difficulty looking for employment? At first. Yeah. Yes. But thanks to Gilbert here, he got, he found me a job, and I, and I've been there for about five years. Nice. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. I think it's great to hear that uh, you guys are working. Um, what I have learned is that uh, people do have a hard time finding work because of certain situations. Um, and I know that you guys definitely want to make a living. I know that um, you guys want to, you know, have a house one day, have a family one day, right? And not very much different from those that don't have um, learning disabilities of a sort, you know. Um, how does, how does, uh, you guys have goals, right? I'm sure you guys eventually want to get a house of your own, Mm -hmm. have a family someday. Do you guys, those are the plans, right? Yes. Yes. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's really great to hear that. Though it's uh, a little slower than. A little slower. Um. Than expected. Definitely, um, again, like, that's not that far different from those that, you know, um, freshman out of college like their goals is to start work their goals is to eventually buy a house and start a family um you guys are very much the same as everyone else so like at this point there's no difference 
you know, we're all one in the same. Um, April is Autism Awareness Month. Um, do you guys participate in any type of uh, um, special needs events? Um, do you guys uh, meet up with uh, individuals that you guys have uh, similar conditions with? Or? Well, one comes to mind. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's a friend of mine who has autism, but he's overcoming a lot of things. A lot of challenges that everyone else kind of would face. Yes. Yeah. Are you helping him with those challenges? Are you being like that big brother type of thing? I think I am, yes. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, you guys are pretty, I know you guys are very um, active in the community. Um, in regards to uh, special need events, uh, do you want to share with what you guys do or participate in? Uh, we're both in the Sunday school class for uh, people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. I my role in my um, my pos- part of the class would be I make all the phone contacts, um, get all the uh, do all the birthdays. And, so you're um, like an administrator with the, for the group. Yeah, I'm like more more of an administrator of the Great. group, and I'm more like, and I find out what's going on with the, um, with if anyone is if something is ha- somebody has a, like a, a family member who is in the hospital mm. or they're in the hospital, I make sure I keep in contact with them and what's going on. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Secretly, he has a computer in his head. <laughs> <laughs> is that the truth Gilbert I don't know about that one, but I'm just I, I I know that I've been told that I have a very good memory but it's not perfect but I, I but I'm very meticulously um, careful I'm very meticulously um, organized about whose birthday is due next in the Sunday school class mm-hmm. so I I know uh, one guy who's due in about a, in about a few weeks cool yeah right on Jared, let me ask you, when you were, let's say, maybe like 10 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? What was your career goal? What is your career goal right now, too? Well, I wanted to be, uh, as if civilization advanced enough, like, we could explore space and into, and using a warp capable ships to go out into the stars explore hmm. civilizations like in star trek or star wars you know i'm sensing that you are a sci-fi enthusiast i am okay um is that still a goal for you yes do you well anyway i just i just want to be like someone who could bring someone up like like what I said before about about voice acting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just want to be a voice actor. Okay. What about you, Gilbert? When you were young, I wanted to be a major league baseball player, but my family members had told me I was not too fast for it. Mm-hmm. Too fast to run a go slide into a base. Mm-hmm. But my main uh, career goal uh, career goal would be to be wanting to move up in my move up in the company mm-hmm. where I want to do I've always dreamed of wanting to work in corporate uh, um, in our department in our de- in our department helping people get jobs nice yeah 
but I find it very discouraging because um, I don't have a college degree, but it's just, and I have trouble and I struggle with certain academic subjects. Um, you don't have a college degree. Do you have a certificate? You have a certificate. Okay. Yeah. Do you, so that idea of getting a college degree, is it put back on the shelf or do you still have it like within reach, like in, in your minds? I still have it in reach in my mind. I okay. mean, I've, I've thought about it and I thought about it many times, mm -hmm. but it's just, you know, the struggles of just taking tests mm -hmm. and just, you know, understanding the concept of putting this thing together, this yeah. math situation together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, so a little bit of my, my personal experience, um, after college, I, uh, thought about getting into teaching and in one of the first steps of getting uh, your teaching credential here in California you have to uh, get a basic certification the CVEST and and for me I I passed the math portion the first time but the the reading comprehension comprehension the writing uh, part of it I did not pass and so with me I'm very similar to your situation where it was like that was my that was my challenge that was my my difficulty and that kept me away from trying it again um fast forward now nine ten years right i decided you know what like i i started this i would like to at least finish it so i motivated myself to take a stab at taking this test again and um and this time i think i was more motivated to study and to brush up on the skills and when i took the practice tests i i was just getting below that cutoff passing grade and i'm just beating myself over gosh like i cannot pass this test why am i gonna try to attempt it and so i picked the date to sign up for it and then i registered and paid the fee to register for it and and i finally i finally went through it i didn't back out i went through it took the test and i ended up passing both parts i was like yeah great like now like i could if i wanted to i could apply to be a substitute teacher here but um i, d I definitely found that like a personal um achievement that um i mean i cherish again because it's it's like one of those success stories that i can share with others like yourselves you know for any challenges you guys are um facing um and for anyone that's listening, right? Um, just like now that we're talking about uh, your guys' personal stories, like if you guys have anything that you guys struggle with and you finally achieved it, like I'm sure you guys are willing to share that with others. I would probably say back in 1999, um, I had trouble passing the driving test, mm -hmm. written driving test. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was embarrassed to tell any of my classmates, but until later on, I had mentioned it. I had actually failed the, my written driving test three times, mm -hmm. and I had to have my dad read it out loud to me many like three times each time. Yeah. Until I got the until I went to my written driving test again, and they uh, I passed it with a hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. That's because. I can, I mean, just like everyone else, like everyone wants to have that privilege to drive. And because, because again, like you guys, 
want to be like everyone else and have a job and buy things for yourselves. Well, how are you going to get to work? You know, I mean, you have your choices, but you guys want to be um, uh, at liberty to come and go as you please, you know. And it's really a really great story to hear, Gilbert, that you had that that challenge and you overcame it like even like you didn't you didn't give up on it. Um, and then who knows, maybe we can have another episode and talk about your <laughs> achievement in uh, completing the college degree sometime in the future. I wish I did, <laughs> but uh, well, it's going to take time. Hey, but you know what? So when it happens, you just call me up and then we will uh, discuss it on another episode. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that'd be really great to hear. Um, so we can go ahead and start wrapping this up. But before we do, Jared Gilbert, um, do you guys have like a message, a call to action, so to speak, to those that don't know about autism and Asperger's? What do you want to share with the, with the audience? Well, uh, you guys probably, you, you, everyone probably have seen or heard about the Lego movie, mm-hmm. the, the first one. And the guy who plays uh, Vitruvius, uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yes. Good actor, by the way. Uh-huh. He, he, when, when he said to build whatever you want in in this room and Emmett couldn't but and and the girl character Wildstyle she she said see he can't do it he'll never be a master builder and then he said of course not not if you keep telling him that <laughs> he needs to see that he can mm-hmm. you guys need to see what you can do and, and never <clears throat> listen to the people who say that you can't Keep, keep stepping up. Surprise them. Never be put down. So that's what, by people who doubt you. So that's the message that you want to convey to the audience, to those that have autism, and or do not have autism, regardless of what makes you who you are. Your message is what. Keep, keep moving forward. Okay. Break break walls and and build them. Excellent. That's good. Gilbert. I would probably want to say just learning how to be patient towards others. Um but my main goal is to see, you know, people with autism or other learning or other disabilities. Um you know, persevere, work hard and speak up for their rights, be be their own advocate do the research on, on a situation that they're having trouble with. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I think about. I In the past, I've had um, former special ed teachers and my old supervisor had always told, they always notice when I'm, they, when they first met me, they always say to me, wow, you're a success. And my old supervisor would say to me, would say, wow, you have done really well for yourself. So I've worked hard to get where I'm at. But more or less, just keep on trying hard, um, keep working hard, and persevere and do not give up and fin- make be sure to finish the race. That's good. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, I've known you guys over the years. Um, I'm, I would have to say that I'm very lucky to have met you guys and developed a relationship with you guys um, because... 
for a good part, a good chunk of my life, um, I don't think I've ever um, have have established a relationship with anyone like individuals here. And now that I have, I've learned that you guys are not too much different at all. Like we all go through the same struggles in life, and we all we all have, you know, f- certain fears, and we all like have motivation to to overcome them. So uh, I'm grateful that uh, you guys are a part of my life, and I'm in yours, and um, I hope that I have exhibited patience with you guys at times, um, and so yeah, it's really really um, a blessing to to know you guys. So. Um, I do want to thank you guys for taking some time to, uh, you know, share your experiences uh, with the audience. That will be it. We'll go ahead and uh, just go ahead and uh, call it a night. And uh, yeah, hope you guys had fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.